At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. DC City Cast on a Thursday. Presented by Bed River Sportsbook, Frank Hanrahan from Veasan. Hope you're doing well. Um, Commanders training camp is in full effect. We'll chat about how, even though new uniforms, new logo, new nickname, are the Commanders and look, our bread and butter is talking Commanders here. I think there is still interest, but it's from afar, right? It's like. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on the Commanders. I'm going to bet on the Commanders games, and I'll watch the Commanders games. But hell no, am I going to support them? Go watch the game at FedEx. Buy any merchandise. They're kind of like that um, disgraced um, cousin, right? It's been jailed. And you're keeping an eye on how he's doing, waiting for him to get out, and maybe you'll, you'll lend that support when that happens, if that happens. But right now, my God, you... You're not you're not going to visit. You're not sending any. <laughs> you're not sending cigarettes in. <laughs> you're waiting for either the charges to be dropped, get out on parole, or something positive. Because right now, no one cares in that way of full uh, dedication to your football team like the Commanders' fan base right now. Like, it's, you're sort of embarrassed to be like, yeah, that's, that's who I root for. So I want to get into that. How could that affect perhaps the Commanders' win total this year? They're not going to have much of a home field advantage. Absolutely. Uh, we'll discuss that. 
the Nationals took two or three from the Dodgers. They're back home tomorrow to face the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. I feel good because on Tuesday I said take the Nationals plus the 215. Great value. And I took Josiah Gray over five and a half Ks. He had six. Two for two on a Tuesday, bad boy. Yes, sir. So we'll chat about the uh, command, oh, excuse me, the Nationals a little bit. I think there was something else I wanted to get into. Sure, it'll pop into my head um, by the time we get to the end of this podcast. But I did want to start off with the Commanders. Training camp day two. Um, And as I mentioned, it's like the redheaded stepchild, the Commanders, and the relationship now with their fans. Like, we're there, but we're sort of, yeah, yeah. eh. We're looking the other way until something looks good. And have you seen the, not hundreds, not thousands, the tens of people that are at, uh, excuse me, I slipped, Commander's Training Camp. Tens of people. And I look, I don't want to pile on to this organization, but they deserve to be piled on because they don't know what they're doing. They have zero idea what they're doing. That dumb commander's fight song the other day, they had like, uh, what was it, to get to training camp, they said they had some sort of lottery. Hey, when nobody wants to play, what's the point of having a lottery? They should have opened it up to the fans because still nobody would have showed up. Maybe that's the embarrassment. They don't want to admit that they opened it up to the public and then nobody would show up. Maybe that's why. But on day two of training camp, if you're Carson Wentz or you're you're a a new guy on the team, you're going, ah, Jesus, no, nobody cares about this squad. Look, there's like 10 people here to watch us. And it's allegedly open to the public by a lottery system. Now, is that going to affect the psyche that much come game day? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I probably not. But it does affect their home field advantage. And as I check out Bed River Sportsbook, they're four-point favorites opening day against Jacksonville. Not saying that Jacksonville travels well, but it's not like there's going to be 70,000 screaming Commander fans droning in on Jacksonville. So keep that in mind when you're not only wagering on that game, but on the win total in itself for the commanders. They are going to have no home court, home court, home field advantage whatsoever for like the fifth or sixth. I mean, how many I'm trying to think when the last time the Washington football team or whatever their name is had a home field advantage. 20 years, 25 years ago? Because I was covering the team like in 07, 08, bro, and it was like 50-50, even then. Philadelphia, Giants, Dallas Cowboys, it was a good 50-50 split. And then it was, what, six or seven years ago? I could not believe mine eyes when they opened up against the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins, who don't have any fans outside of Miami, or so I thought. And it was a good 50-50 percentage Miami Dolphin fans 
opposed to Washington Redskins fans. I was like, oh, my God. Look at all these Dolphins fans. Look at that teal in the crowd. So who knows on day one, there may be some, or week one, there may be some Jacksonville Jaguar fans coming out of the woodwork to support the Jags in their opener against Washington. So again, this is my point bringing this up. No one wants to outwardly admit that they are Washington Commanders fans. You don't see any of their merchandise. You barely see a hat, a t-shirt. When I see a hat, I'm like, oh, wow, there's a hat. That that dude has a hat. There's a Commanders t-shirt. Holy crap. They have botched everything from the colors to the promotion to the marketing that it is so hard to root for an inept franchise that it is definitely you are seeing the results of that. Not to mention their owner today is testifying uh, behind closed doors before the House Oversight Committee, right? They honestly could have brought Tom Brady in in his prime under the current conditions and no one would care. Yeah, there'd be more interest. But would there be more of a rooting interest? And God bless us all in the media for covering this team and doing what we've done for so long when it's not the same, right? So I see all these local news crews going out, hey, we got you covered for Commander's training camp. And I want to be like, well, does the general public outside of, you know, outside of sports talk radio where we talk about the team, or podcasts where we talk about the team. Do the general public, and we're talking about like during regular news shows, not during the sports segment, which although local TV does gives us, you know, gives you two minutes maybe. I'm thinking to myself, does Joe Public, who's sitting at home wanting to see the latest just regular news, give two craps about Commander's training camp? Like, maybe these news directors should reassess. Because 25 years ago, yeah, it was a big deal. Washington Redskins starting off training camp. Big big deal, big story. Because you know what? When they had open training camp in Carlisle, they had thousands of people. When they were in Richmond, they had at least a couple thousand on opening day. Like, there was actual interest and care. Could you imagine being that guy from the local news? Like, hey, can you go out and get some fan reaction? And there are five fans on the sideline. (laughs) So my point to all of this is the lack of interest is going to affect their home field. Absolutely. So when we look at Bet River Sportsbook for week one and we see Jacksonville's four-point underdogs, we go, well, it's not like the crowd is going to help the commanders here. It's not like they're going to be so loud on defense that they're going to create that little extra juice and energy and motivation for the commanders because they're going to be so jacked up and behind them. We can't even Jacksonville is going to have to, you know, go on a uh, silent uh, snap count because the crowd is so loud. No, none of that matters. And Jacksonville knows that coming in like, hey, this is actually almost like a uh, neutral site game. Holy crap. And look, I don't want to pile on. It's not fun. It's not fair. I understand. Not No, it's not fun. It is totally fair. It is totally fair. 
they have botched. Lit- I'm trying to think of the, if there's anything the Washington Commanders have done right in the last six months. Marketing, promoting, getting fans to care about them once again. Now, Coach Ron Rivera said, uh, what, yesterday? Hey, we got to get the fans back after training camp day one. Um, got to get them back. But how do you do that? By not botching basic stuff. And looking inept. And having 10 people at training camp. And, jeez. It's not, I guess that's not their fault. Not the player's fault. But it all starts uh, 9-11, 2022. And at Bed River Sportsbook, Washington Commanders favored by four opening weekend against Jacksonville. And I think the total is like 45 and a half or something. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Where are you? There it is. Uh, so one o'clock kick. Yeah, it's four. Total's actually 44 and a half. Commanders minus 200 on the money line. Jacksonville is plus 165. Uh, Let's see. To win the NFC East for the Commanders, still plus 500. To win the Super Bowl, uh, Commanders, I believe, were at plus. uh, Hold on. Shoot. I just had it. Um, Yeah, there it is. Uh, They were at... um, Plus 8K, and to win the NFC Championship, they were plus, is that the NFC Championship? No, that's, okay, sorry, I clicked on the right thing. To win the NFC Championship, they were plus 3,300 bucks at plus 333 are the favorites to win it all. Over Green Bay, over the Rams, over the Niners. The Niners are plus 700. And they're going with that Trey Lance guy. Interesting. Very interesting. So, just not a great start uh, optics-wise for the Commanders. Um, but nothing else. There's nothing new with the, on that front where they don't understand how to market and uh, do things in a fashion where you're not just rolling your eyes and going, Oh my God, that is so lame. Like the fight song, so lame, like the command force, so lame. Like, uh, a lot of the things that they've been doing where they just don't have any clue of how to set things in motion where fans will actually care again. So, uh, as much as Ron will say, Hey, we got to win some football games. Well, hell yeah, absolutely. But let's do some other things properly and correctly as well. To make it all feel better as a fan. Uh, as a fan. And there's no way now, like, if if you didn't win that lottery to go to Ashburn to watch, are they going to turn you away? I mean, there are only 15 people. Like, now's the time to get an autograph from some of these players, like Terry McLaurin, like Chase Young. Now's the time to go. You know, go out to Ashburn, make that 90-minute drive from downtown D.C. out to uh, Ashburn to get your autographs. My God. All right, straight ahead, D.C. City Cast will chat chat Nationals. They got the Cardinals after um, 
what appears to be the final days of Juan Soto in a Nats uniform. We'll explain that, and we'll get into their uh, weekend matchup again with St. Louis. That's next on the DC CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Handrahan from Vison. Bet River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to two hundred and fifty dollars when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth, must be 21, playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1 532 3500. Do me a favor, download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Also, follow me on Twitter at jfrankhandrahan, at vsinlive, at betrivers. We got a day off for the uh, Washington Nationals. They are back in action tomorrow. St. Louis is in town. Yesterday, tough loss for the Nationals. They get two out of three against the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. I was happy on Tuesday because I went two for two. I took the uh, Nationals. Great value play. They had a great home run from Luis Garcia in the eighth inning to break the back of the Dodgers and win going away, actually, eight to three. And then... uh, Josiah Gray, no decision, but he struck out six. That took over five and a half on a value play. So the rare, perfect night for yours truly. You got to savor those uh, as we move forward uh, to tomorrow. And I don't think there is a line up for that. We will discuss that matchup uh, tomorrow. Now, I do want to discuss the um, comments from Mike Rizzo, who basically said, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All options are on the table when it comes to Juan Soto. Um, he was on uh, 106.7 in D.C. and basically was saying, hey, we've had conversations, obviously, and um, we told... Soto's camp that we will explore all of our options after uh, Boris, the agent, and Soto turned down that 13-year, or what is it, 15-year, $440 million deal. He did say, this is Mike Rizzo, we're, I mean, and this is actually revealing because he could have been like, no, I don't want to talk about it. That's behind closed doors. Rizzo came out and said, we're in conversations with several teams that have real interest in him. We're going to have to get the deal that we want that gets us an opportunity to become a championship organization faster than not trading him. Uh, Rizzo said that he would not include lefty Patrick Corbin as a possibility that other front offices have speculated about him as a salary dump. Rizzo said, we are not going to dilute a return for any player by adding a bad contract We want to get the most for every trade that we do. The fact that he is so willing to discuss it makes me say, oh, he gone. (laughs) Because a week ago, he said, we're not trading Juan Soto. And then literally in a week, it's like, we're we're looking at all options. All options. And I've said this repeatedly here. These teams that are in the mix right now 
for a World Series ring this year will be tempted. Maybe they're not tempted right now, but come August 1, August 2, they'll say, hey, we have we have the prospects to make this trade work and get Juan Soto in here and make us a legitimate, if not the favorite, to win it all right now. <laughs> like right now. So... I think from what Rizzo said and the way that um, these other teams will be thinking that that the options, the exploration of all options are out there from the Nationals, that somebody's going to jump on that and say, you know what, we got to do this right now. We have to do this ASAP, Rocky, get it done and bring this guy over here. Let's do it. I mean, come on. What are we doing, bro? Make it happen right now. And that's when the Nationals will be given this offer that they just can't refuse, right? An offer they can't refuse. And what's so interesting about Rizzo's response of, hey, this is this is business, it's not personal. Well, we all know in our lives, that's just a bunch of crap because it's all blurred lines like, what's his name? It's very personal. <laughs> Even Soto said it himself. He was pissed when the story was leaked out. That is the worst, by the way, when somebody tells you that. When somebody says, hey, man, it's not it's not personal. It's business when you get fired. <laughs> Sorry. That made me laugh. God, working sucks sometimes when you get fired. And yeah, hey, you're you know it's it's just it's just business. Even though your your life is turned upside down, so it is personal. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the fact that he said that makes it clear to me that stuff is at a point where they realize the relationship is probably pretty much over. So that's why I still contend that this is going to happen in the next week. And Rizzo did answer that question about, well, if you do move Soto, how will you explain this to the fan base? And he said, hey, we've we've been here before. We've turned it around. Which, you know, that was what, 2010, 2011? That was 11 years ago. Are fans going to be patient enough and willing enough to be like, oh, yeah, I, I trust Mike Rizzo to, to turn this thing around again? Even though... Juan Soto was really and is the only reason to go watch a Nationals game right now. There is no other reason to go see the Nationals play outside of him. And maybe when Josiah Gray is pitching. Certainly not when Patrick Corbin's pitching. The guy's got 14 L's, highest in the league. Nobody wants to trade for him. No one. That's how bad he is. You got Steven Strasburg making oodle stacks, doing nothing except rehabbing for three years. They'll probably trade Josh Bell away. Big left-handed hitter. Nelson Cruz, 40-year-old who brought in, hasn't done much. I don't know if he's going to be even viable to be dealt for because he's had some injury issues too. You talk about a reboot, I'm not exactly sure you know, how they're going to get that going. It, it, I, they'll, it, it, 
Start trading away some of these veterans at, at the deadline. But again, how many assets outside of Juan Soto do you have besides Josh Bell and Tyler Rainey, who's hurt? Tyler Clippard, who's hurt? Like, it's, it's not that many options you have to get a lot in return for some of the guys you have right now. This gives me a chance to remind you that uh, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same game parlays every game this baseball season you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect bet rivers combination whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot you can add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays and bet rivers online sportsbook download the bet rivers sportsbook app and make your baseball same game parlays today presented by rivers casino portsmouth must be 21 playable in Virginia only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. So we'll get into the Nationals tomorrow as they take on St. Louis. Uh, checking out the standings right now. St. Louis is just a team that has actually been mentioned in uh, perhaps being a suitor for one Juan Soto. They're in the mix. They're 52-47, and 5-5 five and five in their last 10, 29-20 at home, 23-27 away. Um and they'll be in town tomorrow. No line yet on the game. Nationals 34 and 66. 28 games back in the Mets for first. Mets had a, a dramatic victory last night over the Yankees. Nationals 4 and 6 in their last 10. Even though they took 2 or 3 from the Dodgers. One of the best teams in baseball. Still 4 and 6 in the last 10. And it's crazy, man, when they're when they're swinging the bats and, and things are going their way, it's like it's it's like one in every eight games they do it. <laughs> and they squeak out a couple here and there. But that that's the problem. They just don't have enough of anything. So they gotta load up, they gotta stock up on younger players. And that's where, you know, that's where I'm sure where Mike Rizzo's saying, look, if we if we ship Sudo off, we can actually start bringing in players that can help us make our lineup a little, actually not a little, but a lot more consistent, regular, so it's not going to be one out of every eight games we we show up and pop. Um, and Rizzo did say about new ownership that has nothing to do with the way they're conducting business. They're going to conduct, conduct business uh, exactly the same way no matter what. So that all remains to be seen. But again, my my gut tells me Juan Soto is going to be a former national um, by August 2nd. Okay, so August 13th is the first preseason game for the Washington Commanders. And I said at the start there was something on my mind. I couldn't think of it precisely. But now I recall what it is. And let me just rant for a few minutes about it. Okay, and look, it's not that big of a deal. But for whatever reason to me, it is, and I'm irked by it. I'm annoyed by it. And I talked about the commanders earlier in the show and how they can't market for squat, don't know what they're doing. And here is just another example. And I said this like two or three weeks ago here on the DC City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I said, I am actually curious on day one of training camp to see the brand spanking new practice uniforms. Because, hey, remember, they're a new team. Or they got a new name. They got a new logo. They got new everything. Now in OTAs, the mandatory OTAs, the voluntary OTAs, 
They had hand-me-down uniforms from the old Redskins football team regime. Looked cheap. Looked sort of disheveled. They had commanders on the last names of their jerseys. It looked just awfully cheap. And maybe you're thinking, okay, well, it's a transition. It's a new name. Maybe they didn't, weren't able to. Nike wasn't able to purchase these new practice uniforms for this new team that's trying to market themselves, trying to get out this logo, trying to make fans get all drooly, uh, salivate, over, <laughs> salivate over their gear. <laughs> and yet, day one of training camp, I see the videos, I see the pictures, and they're wearing the same old JV hand-me-down uniforms from the Redskins and the football team. The only thing that is new is their helmets. Nothing matches. It's the old burgundy. I know I'm getting into minutia here, but hear me out. Why this annoys me. You have a whole new set of standards now with this new nickname. You could have come out blazing. I can't believe they haven't been able to sell. And this goes back to them losing sponsors. I guess nobody wants to have their selves associated with this team because, you know, a lot of NFL teams have sponsors on their jerseys. You could go to the sponsor. You could go to Geico and be like, hey, Geico, we have a brand new uniform coming out. We've got these brand new practice uniforms. You could be on our jerseys when we break out these new uniforms on July 27th or whatever, 26th, the first day of training camp. And you guys will be all over the news because everybody's going to be filming us in our new uniforms. And they could have literally, if they could have made this a big thing, like, hey, I know we got new uniforms, but we also have new practice uniforms. Come check it out. And what do we see? Old hand-me-down JV you know, it's like when you played on JV, you wore like the varsity uniform from five years ago. <laughs> so another ball dropped. Is that cheap? Is that not understanding, hey, we could actually do something with this? Or am I being ridiculous? I don't know. But I just thought, here's another opportunity that they blew. Like to see Carson Wentz in that old yellow you know, red shirt, jersey. It's like, come on. Like, I'll. it's just the same. It's literally, it's the, it's the old Washington football team practice jerseys. <laughs> you can't tell me that they can't <laughs> get all new stuff. Oh my God, man. Like if I'm a player, I'm like, hey, I thought we had a new name. I thought we had new colors. And we're wearing this old, beat-up, commanders on the back of my jersey, uh, practice jerseys. This is crazy, bro. And again, I know I'm being ridiculous, but I was just curious if anybody saw it the way that I saw it. This is the big leagues, man. This is wood bats. This is, you do things top tier. I know it's just shorts and shells, but make yourself look pristine. Oh, not pristine. Just old hand-me-down uniforms. I want to be 
the best. So let's act like it. I don't know why Ron and, and the brass are okay with this. Maybe it's they want to just break out the new uniforms. We've already seen the pictures of them. It's not like you're going to ooh and us with their debut in the preseason. Like, we've seen the uniforms before, so let's make everything top-notch. Okay, I've ranted enough. My apologies. I, I just had to tell you. It just, it just annoys me. Okay, so since no Nationals baseball tonight, uh, let's, let's play. Uh, let's, let's take a game. At Bet River Sportsbook, download that app right now. Uh, I, I mean, this is insane. The number in the Rockies, uh, actually, the total in the Rockies Dodgers game tonight at 840 is 12 runs. 12 runs. So I'm going to go over the 12 at minus 109 of Bet River Sportsbook. It's basically a, basically a, a pick, um, and usually it is. So I'll go over 12 simply because that is such a big number. Um, uh, yeah, I'll say like, it'll be like an 11, six type ball game. Give me that over, uh, 12 in the Rockies and the Dodgers game tonight. Um, by the way, before I go yesterday, we chatted about Kyler Murray and his, his contract and the four hours mandatory study and people are going ape about it and saying it's such a big deal and disrespectful. I thought it was fine. I said, look, you pay me that money. You want that? You want to improve? You want me to improve? Let's put it in there. It's let's put it in writing. So I think both sides probably agreed to it. And I guess Kyler Murray, quarterback, Arizona Cardinals came out today, said um, it's disrespectful, almost a joke that people could think he could have accomplished what he has without studying and preparing for the game. The game is too hard to do otherwise. Uh, but he declined to answer a question if he was mad at the team for the contract clause. Kyler did say he was flattered that people could think he could have this much success without preparation for the game, uh, blah, blah, blah. So really no uh, admission of or saying who came up with this clause, but he was just saying it was disrespectful that people are chatting about him in such a way or chatting about the contract clause, which, again, says that he needs four hours of study uh, a week. Which to I said, no, no big deal. What's why are people so up, you know, going crazy about it? Whatever. It's in the contract. So they clearly came to the idea that we have to get this done. The wording was there. Both sides agreed to it. And that's that. So, again, not such a big deal. And I think that's what Murray's trying to say. Like, hey, relax, (laughs) relax. All right. So to put a bow on this, we're going to take the uh, Dodgers Rockies over 12. We'll chat Nats, Cards, and more Commanders training camp tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter, jfrankhandrahan, at BetRivers, at Live. Appreciate you, man. We'll chat with you on Friday. Yes, the weekend is almost here. DC CityCast presented by BetRivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Handran from VEASAN. See you.